Hello, welcome to Dailyish for Tuesday, uh, September 8th. Feels like five degrees. No, it's five degrees. Feels like three degrees out there. That's the kind of reporting you get on this Not A Weather Podcast podcast. This episode of Dailyish is brought to you by Feedpress. Feed.press slash Dailyish is where you can go to visit and sign up for awesome hosting and RSS analytics for your blog, for your podcast. They don't host a blog, but they host your podcast files for you. Everything you need to get submitted and sent up into iTunes so you can start podcasting ASAP, as the kids say. You can use promo code Dailyish during your checkout to try it out and sign up and get 10% off your first year of use. It's what we use here at Good Stuff for all our all the great files of all the great shows that we host here on Good Stuff. So definitely they work at a big scale like ours and can definitely work for your new show starting out. And maybe someday you bring it to Good Stuff and we host it and, and have a lot of fun podcasting together. It's also brought to you by Patreon supporters like you. Uh, if you visit patreon.com slash iChris, you can check out how you can support my podcasting and stuff efforts a little more directly and you will uh, get as the patreon supporters are right now you'll get some um, video versions of this show sometimes like today haven't done a dailyish episode period in an, about a week so thought i'd turn on the video camera and do a video version of it it's um i got a lot to pack into this episode and uh i don't know i'm gonna probably get out of breath because i when i I know when I have a bunch of notes, I kind of just follow along and read and all of a sudden I realize I'm deep, out of breath and uh, out of shape, as it were, in podcasting and talking. And so hopefully you don't hear too much of the uh, sounds from me today, but I'll do my best. Three movies and a game, all in 10 minutes, and all from this weekend. I'll have links. Uh, I put links in the show notes to um, my letterbox profile, which is a great site for cataloging and saving and and marking movies that you want to watch or have watched and i'm a nerd that way as far as like stats and tracking stuff like that and curious to see when i exactly i watched a certain movie and and stuff like that and then also using it to category or list movies that i want to watch because i always forget if i don't put them somewhere it's a little easier now with like netflix having a list and stuff but not every movie's on there I digress. Also, a link to my Steam profile. Steam is a, a way you can uh, buy and, uh, I guess, yeah, buy and download and sort of a community of games. A lot of indie games are on there, but there's a lot of bigger company games, uh, sort of major publishers as well that are using it now. But basically, it allows you to sort of buy a game through a store and then install the store platform on whatever computer and just pick up your game and keep going. Um, and uh, it's really neat, actually, really neat community on there. I only have a couple friends on there, thanks to Action J on Twitter, who uh, a friend of mine here locally who loaned me some of his. You can share your games through there somehow, and uh, with your family and friends or whatever. And as long as he's not on, then I can use it for a bit. So it was kind of a way to try out some of these games, and uh, I'll probably be talking about more of them. There's lots of like little fun five to ten dollar games on there. Um, anyways, don't want, I'll get into that later. So the three movies that we watched this weekend. We actually had a, we didn't plan on, we don't usually plan to have like a big movie binge, but we just, and it turned out that way. Um, the first one was that we watched actually on Friday. Cause it was a long weekend here. Uh, Friday night we watched Harry Potter and the uh, something of something. I always forget all the movies, the half blood prince. So we've watched all the movies before, except for the last one, the very last one, which is split into two, but so it's part two. And I think we think, um, See, we watched them like when we we started watching them as we had kids, I think. And so often they are interrupted by feedings, burpings, going back to sleepings and, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's kind of this weird deja vu of like, I think I saw this, but I can't remember where or when exactly Harry did what and Hermione and the 
whatever and who the princes are and the who's with who and stuff like that. Um, so, and, and I find the movies are kind of weird that way anyways, as terms of tracking, I have never read the books. I read the first one, I think, but I haven't read the books. Um, Sue is actually reading the books and as she finishes them, we're watching, rewatching the movies. And so we're up to the half blood prince on the weekend is what we watched. And, uh, I love the, like the fantasy elements of the films and obviously the books first, but that whole idea, like a kid waking up to a whole different world of magic and wizards and witches and sort of the, just that fantasy element. But for me in the movies, and I, like I love them and I watch them regardless, but in the movies it often feels like there's this contrived like um, sense of secrecy. We don't want to tell people exactly what's going on. Harry doesn't get informed about something by Dumbledore or whoever. And it's kind of like, it feels unnatural and an unreasonable level of secrecy about something where if they just told him, it would make a lot more sense and then he could just help them or, or stay out of the way or whatever it is in each movie. And, uh, and it feels like that's kind of the premise of each movie where Harry stumbles across something that if they just told him about it in the first place, everything would work actually a lot better. Um, and I, like, I understand in movies, like you need that idea of it's okay to have separation and, and secrecy between characters and stuff as a story element. Um, and like I said, <clears throat> the movies are all kind of a blur I haven't read the books. Probably if I had, if I read the books, which I plan to someday, um, I'd have better mental hooks for all the th- things that are going on and happening. And and Sue has been telling me about stuff that's missing from the movies that if just fills in more details as often happens when books are made into movies. But um, anyways, loving rewatching that, enjoying rewatching that series and looking forward to finding out how it ended. We had the big spoiler or the big uh, reveal of some intense information on Half-Blood Prince that was kind of sad, but I won't tell you what, because if you haven't seen it, it's you don't want to know until it happens. But um, Harry Potter becomes a wizard. Sorry, I spoiled it for you. Um, Wild was this other movie we watched. Not the second one, it was actually the third one, but I'm going to come back to the second one. And it's another movie where Sue has read the book, but I haven't. It's on Netflix, at least here in Canada anyways now, so easy to pick it up and watch. Um, I'm actually not a... I don't know why I looked outdoors. That's a nice little segue. I'm not an outdoors person at all, really. I don't, I don't really avoid sleeping in tents or anything, but I don't like seek it out a lot. Uh, it's something we want to do again with our family, go camping and stuff. And we've kind of been waiting until they're a little bit older and out of the crib phase to try it again. But uh, and we certainly will. But um, I, I love movies like this. Oddly enough, um, perhaps because it's so far from my reality, maybe it's almost a fantasy. <laughs> Thing, but the premise of the movie is the um i forget the main character cheryl uh goes to basically leaves her life needs to kick a heroin addict addiction and uh, a bad marriage and basically and then goes on this long hike through the uh, on the west coast through the uh, pacific coast trail i think it's called and um and basically goes on this journey has no idea what she's getting into. They don't really spell it out too much in the movie, but the fact that she has completely no idea about this, never done it before and just picks up one day basically and decides to do it, which is obviously even more detail in the book. And, uh, that's not the part that interests me so much, but just the idea of, you know, going out in nature, going out for on this kind of long trek, um, not knowing where you're going to end up putting your life on hold as sorts and, and seeing where you land on the other side. And obviously, you know, the adventures and hijinks that happen in between, um, and so the movie and visually the movie is really beautiful seeing the scenery of, of what I assume was a lot of like Oregon and, uh, stuff out, out West. And then, but we noticed in the trailer or in the uh, credits that Quebec film board was thanked. So some of the scenes may have been 
doubled up uh, here in Canada and Quebec for some of the scenes on the trail. So, um, but definitely worth worth a watch if that's kind of thing that interests you at all. Um, and um, what was the, oh, and the third second movie watch third one I'll talk about is something that um, I've been wanting to watch for a while. Again, I watched the first half of it. I think a almost maybe six months ago or whatever and got interrupted for some reason, probably kids or something, but it's the world's end, which is a movie by directed by Edgar Wright, starring Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, a whole bunch of people, Martin Freeman, British folks that if you don't recognize them, but very, you'd recognize them. Simon Pegg has been in um, Star Trek and the new Star Trek series. And uh, I forget what else North American flicks that he's been in, but um, he's in the new Star Wars apparently, but you know, as a character, um, anyways, I love Edgar Wright. I love the movie. Uh, I love Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, Martin Freeman. And I love the whole trilogy of movies. They call jokingly sort of the Cornetto trilogy, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz and the world's end. And, uh, so I'm pretty biased when it comes to it. Like I know, I knew going into this, I was going to like the movie. So it's hard to like say objectively that, um, whether I would have liked it or not, but, um, I think just like the writing, editing, production style of Edgar Wright is so good. It feels almost almost like two on the nose until you compare it to some modern day North American comedy films. Um, like there's a documentary, which I'll link to in the show notes, uh, called How to Do Visual Comedy from Tony Zhu, I think is how you say his name, a series on Vimeo he's got called Every Frame a Painting, where he compares um, not just the Cornetto trilogy, but also... Um, uh, other movies by Edgar Wright. I'm blanking on the comic book one. That's sort of, anyways, you know what it is. <laughs> anyways, um, and so I think like the his movies. Uh, if you've seen a trailer for Shaun of the Dead, for example, it looks probably. If, I don't remember the trailer exactly, but it probably looks a lot like a zombie movie. And people either like love or hate a zombie movie. And uh, Hot Fuzz is a bit of a like hot cop drama mystery movie. And then World's End has some science fiction elements, which I don't know if they expose that in the trailer or not. Um, but all three are like, those are kind of just like story elements and wrappers for a much better um, story that gets told and joke and sort of fun adventure that the main characters go on. That just happens to have some say zombie elements, zombie elements or science fiction elements. And it's not like, I don't know. It's like a premise. It's a plot vehicle, I guess, or something. It's not like, uh, it's not a true zombie movie. Let's say Shaun of the Dead. I don't think necessarily it's more of a, a comedy with some zombie elements. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and it's really worth watching visually entertaining. The writing is really good. Um, um, and acting is amazing. And yeah, just the whole package, I guess, for, from a comedy movie perspective, such such a high bar in my mind as far as what uh, a movie could be like, it can be like, and uh, and you don't need to watch all three in order or anything. Like that there's no like there's certain elements and, and recurring gags, but those gags would probably be sort of wrapped up or caught as you watch them in any order. But it certainly doesn't hurt to watch them from Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz to The World's End if you haven't ever. Um, so. That's that. The oh, I'm way over time. Okay, quickly, Terraria is the game. So three movies in a game. Um, again, thanks to Action J for sharing a Steam account so I could try this out. It's kind of like Minecraft in two dimensions instead of three. It's not a new game. It's already sold 12 million copies, which is crazy awesome for like an indie game. It's about 11 bucks on Steam. I think it's on, on iOS, like iPhone, iPad. It's I think six bucks or something like that. 
Uh, I haven't tried it on iPhone. It has a bit of a higher learning curve to start with in Minecraft, I found, at least on the computer side um, through Steam. It's There's a helpful guide in the game to walk you along, but a lot of stuff happening and a lot of little icons to sort of track and figure out what's going on. Our oldest saw me playing it for about five minutes on the weekend and said he was dreaming by that night. But that's a little bit of his personality. But kids definitely get into it. It's kind of fun just like hacking away. It's it's interesting. Like it's all a little older pixel style or, or I don't know if it's voxel or pixel or whatever style art that for me looks like a return to like, you know, stuff from 20 years ago almost now. Um, and so it feels like why would I want to play an older game when I you can go forward? But actually it's tons of fun. There's a multiplayer option which i haven't explored but you can definitely do that on your computers where you can all play on the same world together um and i'll have more to say about it probably as i play it and uh i'll include a link to my steam profile in case anyone wants to join in we can you can actually play apparently multiplayer over steam um and connect that way um and yeah links in the show notes to the game on steam to ios there'll be links in the show notes to world's end to wild harry potter on the various platforms that you might want to watch it on. And uh, if you if you do actually, by the way, if you do click one of those links, especially the iTunes ones, I get a small uh, affiliate kickback, I guess, or whatever from that. So if you're going to buy it or, or whatever, or rent it, might as well click through the link to help me out. A few pennies. Um, okay, that's it. I went over. Apologize for going over my 10-minute self-imposed limit that you guys didn't really impose on me, but I just did. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, iChris on Twitter, argue with me there click the link to discuss this episode in the show notes and give me your thoughts on any of the movies i mentioned the games i mentioned the game i mentioned um you can uh follow good stuff good stuff fm is the twitter account for the network and uh we've got uh transmission is back show with shows this week i guess we're grown-ups now has a new episode out this week um and uh show me your mic doesn't but uh all the other shows i think are going so awesome Thanks. Have a great week. We'll see you again. Hopefully I have another episode out this week, if not more than one. Bye.